Burns so instead. Well, uh, good evening. It's a little after 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. Jim is off this week. He's on a road trip. (laughs) And by the way, I am wearing an old, old WCBN t-shirt. You can still pledge online, by the way, uh, at WW. WCBN.org. They have a website for that very thing. Uh, Fundraiser just ended, but uh, we're always taking contributions down here. Help the station out. Anyway, um, obviously this has been a a very strange week. Uh, I would say one of the worst weeks of Trump's presidency. So uh, let me do a quick review. (laughs) started out with the Rob Porter situation. I call this, by the way, Red Flag Week. There were a lot of red flags. Started out with the Rob Porter controversy. I don't think we need to go over that nonsense again. Then Trump introduced his budget, which is essentially moot at this point. They don't have to worry about that for another year because of uh, continuing resolutions and the like. Trump then introduced... uh, what he called boxes of food (laughs) as part of uh, his reform ideas for the food stamp program. Uh, That was shot down. Uh, We can talk more about that at some other time. Uh, The DACA plan was uh, struck down in part by uh, yet another court. Uh, This is moving on to the Supreme Court, and it's a little unclear whether the Supreme Court is going to rule on that this year or whether they're going to kick the can down the road. Uh, I put my money on kicking the can down the road. But Trump's uh, DACA executive order is uh, basically stayed, as the legal uh, uh, expression goes. Then Michael Cohen acknowledged paying $130,000 of hush money to a... Pornography star called Stormy Daniels. And that story got even stranger. Uh, As it turns out, there's another 
case of hush money being paid to a former Playboy model. Uh, By the end of the week, Trump was furious. Friday, we had 13 Russians indicted uh, in the special prosecutor uh, situation. Earlier in the week, Benjamin Netanyahu had been uh, investigated by Israeli police for accepting $300,000 in bribes. Uh, He promptly went on uh, television and started shaking around a part of a drone and uh, was reminiscent of Colin Powell at the U.N., Shaking that vial of alleged anthrax. Trump's uh, weekend consisted of numerous fire and fury tweets. Uh, Most of them were outright lies. Uh, National Security Advisor uh, Mr. McMaster had a news conference and uh, declared unequivocally that Russia meddled in the election. Uh, There was testimony to that effect by the FBI uh, to that uh, effect. The middle of the week, uh, there was a headline that said, The wait is over. Trump opposes spousal abuse. Took him a while to respond to the Porter disaster. And then we had the DACA uh, wall votes in the Senate. Nothing passed. Nothing's going to get done. What is notable is that Trump's immigration plan got a grand total of 39 votes, 60 no votes. So Trump's uh, comprehensive immigration plan is uh, going nowhere. Uh, The wall uh, remains inactive. It is a (laughs) case of suffering from erectile dysfunction, something that Trump is uh, very familiar with. And, uh, yes, the Supreme Court will be uh, hearing uh, more on DACA eventually. They're going to be evaluating these uh, two courts, one in New York, one in California, that have stayed temporarily Trump's DACA plan. Uh, We don't know where that's going. Uh, But what we do know is that there is no immigration reform period at this point. And I don't know that it's going to be able to be revived in the current uh, political uh, morass that's going on in Washington. Of course, uh, the big story by the end of the week was uh, the mass shooting in Florida. Uh, I'd like to point out that uh, the worst, and this excludes uh, massacres that occurred in the 19th century, But in modern American history, the worst uh, mass shooting occurred in Las Vegas uh, back in October. And uh, the worst church shooting in American history occurred in Texas a couple of weeks later. One does get a sense, however, that this uh, shooting in uh, Florida of a high school is going to be a little different. Uh, Of course, the inaction by Congress... And by the Florida State Legislature, which we'll get to in a second, uh, it can only be characterized as outrageous. Um, Congress back in the 90s passed a thing called the Dickey Amendment. It prohibits the Center for Disease Control uh, monitoring and the FBI in terms of keeping records regarding gun violence in the United States of America. I'm an enterprising uh, thinker, and uh, I rely on the World Almanac. The National Safety Council records firearms deaths 
uh, this is very inconvenient for the NRA, so we're going to uh, confront uh, their lies tonight. Uh, I looked up uh, all the war deaths uh, in American history. Now, I've excluded Iraq and in Afghanistan and Syria and all of the other paramilitary operations that the American military is involved in, uh, basically since uh, the early 90s, because we're still in Iraq, we're still in Afghanistan, and those numbers are not known. But it's interesting to note that there are more gun deaths in America every 37 to 40 years than in all of the wars in American history combined. That's from the American Revolution until Vietnam. And what we're talking here about are both the combination of battleground deaths. Uh, Back in the Revolutionary War, uh, the mythology is that people shot people with muskets. They didn't. It was mainly hand-to-hand combat with bayonets, cavalry, that sort of thing. And uh, over time, the technology improved. The Gatling gun was introduced in the Civil War in which uh, uh, wounded uh, deaths basically uh, created the the large number of total deaths. The Union uh, suffered 364,000, the Confederacy 132,000. And uh, the Spanish-American War was a war of imperialism, very minor casualties there. Of course, World War II, a major international global war, um, involved 292,000 battle deaths and a total of 408,000 deaths. Uh, Wounded soldiers used to die frequently uh, waiting for medical treatment, triage, uh, really until uh, the Crimean War, uh, uh, war wounded, you know, people knew very little about how to do, deal with the wounded. Uh, people had their legs sawed off frequently after uh, being uh, soused with alcohol. They barely knew uh, anything about how to kill pain. They didn't know how bacteria worked. All those developments occurred uh, in the 19th century by various scientists, primarily in Germany, France, the United States, Great Britain, a few Italians and Dutch people uh, uh, we can sprinkle in. But the point is is that gun violence in America is an epidemic. I'd like to point out, by the way, that the gun deaths include suicides. Um, And if you look at the statistics, they're pretty consistent from year to year. Suicides account for about 57 to 58 percent of gun deaths, homicides about 40 percent, and the remainder are called unintentional or unknown. Uh, Unknown is undetermined. Uh, The National Safety Council keeps these statistics. They are available every year in the World Almanac. Usually if you look up a year like 2004, they'll have data from three or four years earlier. So the data is not quite up to date. But what it does show beyond any shadow of a doubt, to borrow a phrase from criminal law, uh, the assault rifle ban worked. It's indisputable. The evidence is indisputable. It was passed in 94, late 94. Might have been early 94. But it was passed as an omnibus crime bill. And Bill Clinton was interested in getting, quote, more cops on the streets, uh, 
Uh, I believe the number was roughly 100,000. Uh, it took many years to get these, quote, cops on the streets. They created a lot of after-school uh, uh, recreational and vocational programs in many urban areas. And, yeah, they banned assault rifles. And the ban lasted for 10 years. And it worked. Gun deaths in America are documented to have gone down between 95 and 2005 by anywhere between uh, three to 5,000 deaths a year. Now, don't get me wrong, assault rifles are not the only problem involving gun deaths. Uh, what's also interesting, by the way, I'll just as a little footnote, uh, unintentional deaths from firearms have gone way down uh, over uh, many decades. Uh, this is partially because Households, the number of households that actually have guns has decreased considerably. The NRA is slowly going out of business in terms of promoting guns. But where they're not out of business is promoting power. Politics is unfortunately a strange mix of power and persuasion. And I do believe that this event in Florida has awakened some people. There is some rage involved here. Uh, President Trump was in Asia when the church shooting in Texas occurred. He issued a milk toast statement claiming that he was, quote, monitoring the situation. We are talking about a church, a Sunday morning service, in which a man who served in the military, was allowed to buy guns, and he went into a church, and he literally tried to kill everybody in the building. Um, that was a very, very small town in Texas. And because Texas is such a pro-gun state, there weren't any protests. It was all kind of, oh, well, let's have a candlelight vigil and weep for a couple of days and then go back to watching television and hanging out on the Internet and just pretending it never happened. The Vegas shooting, which is the worst mass shooting in American history, involved a man who had no known mental illness. For Donald Trump to be talking about mental illness within less than... 48 hours of this tragic event, quite frankly, is outrageous. Uh, Donald Trump doesn't know anything about mental illness. He suffers from it himself, I'm afraid. Uh, for Donald Trump to begin tweeting over the weekend, in which he borrows the talking points of Ann Coulter, Ann Coultergeist, who made this remarkable statement, apparently, as a tweet uh, within 48 hours of the tragedy in Florida. She wrote, last September, FBI was sent a screenshot of a comment by Nicholas Cruz. Ann Coulter said in a post on Twitter, unfortunately, FBI was running down Clinton campaign leads about a non-existent conspiracy with Trump. Well, that statement is totally false. Uh, the FBI got a kind of vague report 
in the state of Mississippi back in September about a character called Nicholas Cruz. Uh, they did some poking around and couldn't find out why this uh, tweet was, uh, this information was not confirmable. And I'm afraid it went into the pile of uh, not not following stuff up. But the notion that an FBI office in Mississippi is somehow involved in the Russian probe is ludicrous. Uh, it's it's uh, Robert Mueller. He actually is operating in Washington. He is indicting people around Donald Trump. They're falling like dominoes. The domino theory may finally come to fruition involving Mr. Trump. I've called for his resignation quite some time ago, so I won't bother doing that. The notion that Donald Trump is going to have a listening session with the angry students uh, in Parkland, well, that's fine, and perhaps Donald Trump will uh, modify his previous positions. But don't count on it. Donald Trump is hanging by his fingernails uh, with his base. And if he betrays his base on guns, he's finished. Because he certainly hasn't built that wall. Now, has he? Doesn't have the votes. Doesn't understand how the system works. Anybody that takes talking points from Ann Coulter has mental illness because she's mentally ill. She's been on television for 30 years spouting nonsense. By the way, she's a University of Michigan grad. Law school here. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Ann Coulter any further. I just remember that Keith Olbermann used to jokingly call her Ann Coultergeist, which I think is an appropriate uh, characterization of her political perspective on things. Because it's pure nonsense. And, of course, the nonsense has been continuing. This thoughts and prayers expression that's been used so many times over the past uh, many years involving these mass shootings isn't going to work this time. We have angry young people. We have, you know, when, when, the, uh, when the school shooting occurred at, in Connecticut, at Newtown, Newtown in uh I believe it was late 2012, and uh, Barack Obama went on television and was weeping. We're talking about 20 schoolchildren under the age of six. What did Congress do? Nothing. Eight teachers. Now, this unfortunate event, of course, involved uh, 14 students and three teachers these are all students that are essentially between the ages of 14, and I believe one of them was 18. Yeah, there's one here. Meadow uh, well, was 18. These were people uh, randomly killed. Uh, there's no evidence that this uh, uh, madman uh, was allowed uh, to shoot an intended target. There's some rumors about that. We don't really know. But I want to use this uh, uh, occasion to condemn Donald Trump's use of the mental illness, uh, throwing that out just immediately. First of all, most of the mass shooters are not mentally ill. They're angry. They're disturbed. They're troubled. They're white. They're very angry white people. 
and they're allowed to buy guns. It is absolutely preposterous in this country that you can buy an AR-15 before you can buy beer, before you can buy even cigarettes in some states. <laughs> it's crazy. You can't even buy a handgun in the state of Florida until you're 21. But they have this loophole for an assault rifle. What on earth is going on? We are run in this country and some of these states by people who are complete morons. They keep making the same argument. More guns means more safety. Rubbish. The international statistics are indisputable. America has more guns. It has more gun deaths. It has more gun deaths than the rest of the industrialized world combined times a factor of like 40. <laughs> okay? I mean, it, it, it's ludicrous that these arguments can still work in our country. We know that the Second Amendment in the 19th century did not permit people to own guns without question. We even know that Antonin Scalia in the Heller decision, five to four, he, and he was on the winning side. He said that, un, that, that there have to be some rules about guns. And we have them. We banned machine guns in the 1930s because of the gangsters that were hanging, were robbing banks and killing bystanders in the process. We got rid of mail-order gun purchases because of Lee Harvey Oswald. Martin Luther King was killed by a high-powered rifle. Whether James Earl Ray fired the bullets, we don't know, actually. High-powered rifles have no role in America, other than perhaps out in the woods, in the hunting realm. But this notion that we can continue to operate with the business as usual uh, cannot continue. And I don't know that there's going to be a difference uh, in Congress uh, perhaps in the state of Florida, which, of course, by the way, had an, a, a, a uh, until last year, had the worst mass killing in American history at the Orlando nightclub. Uh, the public has not actually been sort of given the full all the full facts about that investigation any more than they have on the Vegas situation. And by the way, on the Vegas shooting, which was the worst mass shooting. Uh, with with high powered rifles and these AR fifteens, uh, I think is what they're called. Um, we're talking about a gunman that fired over five hundred shots. Um, was he crazy? We don't know. It's strange that they had an autopsy on his brain recently and discovered that he wasn't. They said that he suffered from. Uh, dementia consistent with being the age of 64. I happen 64. I happen to believe that he was an angry guy who suppressed rage for many years, and that he had because he was a, a uh, inveterate gambler had lost a lot of money at the gambling tables recently. He gave his girlfriend a hundred thousand dollars and pretty much told her to get lost, go to the Philippines, and buy a house, as he put it. And then he planned his diabolical thing. Now, what was it all about? I suspect some sort of psychological motive uh, connected with his father. His father was a professional criminal, uh, a, a, a grifter, uh, a scam artist. Uh, he wanted to outdo his father 
and perhaps he wanted to punish his mother. I don't know. She's still alive at the age of 91. The public has not been informed on all the facts about Las Vegas. Will it ever be? I don't know. What we do know, of course, is that um, out of the, and I'm just taking one year here, out of the 17,424 suicides, 15,104 were by men. Men like this method of killing themselves. And many of the mass shootings are exactly that. They are murder-suicides. And they're scary. And there's no reason for people to be able to buy assault rifles. This makes no sense. Now, what did we hear after Vegas? Oh, we heard about the bump stocks. We're going to ban those. Uh, Did anything happen? Of course not. That was uh, idle talk. Now, after Texas, John Cornyn, who's part of the Republican leadership, you can always see him on television. I, I call him the one of the members of the four uh, head 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 the four horses of the apocalypse. He's always on television with Barrasso, Thune, and Mitch McConnell. Let's remember that Mitch McConnell has filibustered a lot of gun bills uh, during his career, and the state of Kentucky which had a school shooting two weeks ago, a month ago, excuse me, was was about a month ago. They are actually talking about arming teachers as the solution to the problem of school shootings. We know the statistics. We know that there's been uh, 1,800 people killed uh, in in the 21st century. I mean, these, these numbers are just staggering. And when we have people using these weapons in churches, in schools, at at concerts, the, there was a commentator on the Fox network that was made the most outrageous claim I've ever heard by any public affairs person in American history. He claimed that the gunman in Las Vegas had done what he did. He was a, quote, liberal. Because people that went to country western shows were conservative. And I'm like, what are you talking about? People that went to the country western show have politics that are all over the map. They're neither conservative nor liberal. And one of the reasons that there wasn't more outrage about the Vegas shooting was that half the people that died lived were were from California. There were people from New Mexico, from Texas. There was a guy from Alaska. There was no concentrated outrage about what happened. Uh, just to remind you, we are listening to you are listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Show's been Gray Matters. Yazoo City Calling will be uh, coming up very soon. You know the, the the firearm statistics are very consistent. By the way. And I'm going to continue to bring them to your attention to point out that the the assault rifle ban did work. And the reason that we know it worked is we have 10 years of data that shows that it worked. Now, you can claim that firearms deaths went down in America for other reasons. And indeed, those other reasons may well be valid. Bill Clinton was president. But what do we get uh, what do we know about uh, about the Russian disinformation campaign? Well, here's a classic example, and we got this over the weekend. This is the uh, article about um, 
uh, Russian interference in the election using uh, Facebook, fa- uh, Facebook, Facebook, whatever. Get rid of it. Get it off your computer. Get it off your cell phone. You don't need that garbage anymore. Get rid of it. This is what they did. The tax included undermining Mrs. Clinton by supporting her Democratic primary campaign rival Bernie Sanders, prosecutors said. This is related to the indictment. Those instructions were detailed in an internal document, quote, use any opportunity to criticize Hillary and the rest, except Sanders and Trump. We support them. Mr. Mueller identified 13 digital advertisements paid for by the Russian operation. All of them attacked Mrs. Clinton or promoted Mr. Trump. Hillary is Satan and her crimes and lies had proved just how evil she is, one advertisement said. And, of course, we know there's more. We know that there's outrageous things, the army of Jesus, all sorts of fake stuff. It's all on fake book. Whatever, you're wasting your time watching that, paying attention to that stuff. Get rid of it. End it. People have to start making a statement. You know, I would love to see a movement in the country this year in which Florida is... uh, a, a, a destination in which we refuse to go for spring break. Tequila? No, I, 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 I want to stay alive. I don't want to go to Florida and be tequilaed. Young people have spoken, and there is anger and rage for once. With those young children that were killed in Connecticut a couple of years ago, there was so much grief. People were speechless. But you, do you know what Senator Richard Blumenthal and Murphy, I think his first name is Chris, who are the senators from Connecticut, they did something. Connecticut has done something. They have passed a law that prohibits those types of weapons. And that's what needs to happen now. Action. Action Jackson, baby. Thanks to Andrew for engineering to stay tuned, Yazoo City Calling, coming up next on WCBN FM and Arbor. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. That's Walter, Buddy Boy Hawkins in the background. 
doing the A-Rag Blues, telling you it's time for Yazoo City Calling here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name's Jerry Mack, your host this evening for an hour-long excursion in the, into the land of Delta Blues and early urban blues. <laughs> 